I'm your host, Liana, and you are listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where each week, me and the occasional guest will have some authentic conversations about a variety of life topics, so we got a little bit of something for everybody here. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. I wanted to pop in quick and do a little intro before getting into this week's episode. I think this is one of my favorite episodes I've recorded so far because it is so meaningful. I think that relationships, whether they're platonic or romantic, are the purpose of life. It's the reason we are put on this earth is to create relationships with others and learn and grow along our journey and this specific relationship played a huge role in my journey and is still really important to me and I think that whether you're currently going through a breakup you're in a relationship or whatever your status is you can take something from this episode most of all why I appreciate this episode so much is that it shows the growth of me and Isaiah because by no means was this an easy place to get to. Like, there was lots of back and forth, lots of fights, lots of tears. But the way we are now, how we're able to have these conversations and be in each other's lives, it makes it all worth it. So I really hope y'all enjoy this episode and take something away from it. Really quick, if you all could do me a favor and make sure you are subscribed and please rate um, this episode if you're on Spotify. That would really help me. It's helping me um, get out there and get in front of more audience, which will help me grow. Um, so I would really appreciate it. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. I am not even going to waste any time here. You guys clicked on the episode. You know exactly what we're about to get into today. But all I can say is buckle up. Grab your favorite little snack, your beverage of choice, get cozy because this is going to be a juicy episode. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm extremely nervous. Like my heart is racing right now and I'm sure, I'm sure this week's guest's heart is racing too. <laughs> this week's episode is really important to me and uh, before I introduce the guest officially, I want to kind of give you background as to why. So when I was first creating this podcast, I knew I wanted to revolve my podcast around conversations that are transformative, relatable, and can hopefully help somebody else along their journey. And when I made this podcast, I made this jumble list of a bunch of guests that I wanted to someday, dream guest list, who I wanted to have on for episodes. And this guest was very high on the list <laughs> for many reasons, but um, for the main reason being that his role in my life has had such an impact and an influence on who I am today. Um, and I would not change our journey for anything. And so I think it's really important and special. And I feel so thankful that he even agreed to come on. Like when I sent the message asking him, I like, I regretted it right away. My, my heart fell to my butthole. So like, I was really nervous and I can't believe he's on. So, um, Without further ado, I'm sure you guys put the pieces together already. You all can read. We have Isaiah Pitchford on this week. Welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Happy <laughs> to be here. Are you happy to be here? Yeah, yeah. It'll 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 be good. Nervous, nervous, but it'll be good. <laughs> yes. It's well, it being nervous is so understandable. One, this conversation is extremely personal. It's being very vulnerable and recording it and releasing it to the world for people to hear i mean obviously the entire world's not going to listen but that we're allowing other people in on this really super vulnerable intimate moment i think um so it's understandable that we're nervous why don't you go ahead and give the listeners a kind of brief overview on who isaiah pitchford is aside from my ex <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my that's my first identity your main now. title <laughs> <laughs> wow wow yeah. Okay, um, I am 25 years old. I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, I currently live in Mankato, Minnesota. I'm a graduate from Minnesota State, Mankato University. Um, I went to St. Cloud for two years. That's where I met Liana. And yeah, 
I got. What are you know, currently doing? You're an entrepreneur. You're a businessman. You're a dog dad. You're an uncle. Dog. Yeah. So many um, titles. Yeah, I, I'm a dog dad. Got a two year old pit bull. <laughs> um, I'm a very, very, very happy uncle. Um, I have a two year old nephew. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess you could call myself an entrepreneur. I don't know why. I, feel, I, I just, that word's weird for me. I'm not sure why. What do you why. mean you guess? You literally have three businesses. No, <laughs> what yeah, do you mean I don't, that I don't, the definition? I don't know why that word's weird for me. It just is. I literally never call myself that. I don't really use that word much. Like, it's not offensive to, like, people who do. But for me personally, it just feels weird calling myself that. But yes, yeah, so I you own. yourself then? Um... I don't really know, to be honest. Uh, I just tell people what I do, I guess. If they say, oh, what do you do for work? Or what do you do? I just say, uh, I normally I just lead with I own a bar. Um, my other business is obviously very new. Um, I own a supplement company that I um, took over from my old strength and conditioning coach in college, which has um, been very stressful, but a lot of fun. And then uh, the clothing brand that I have with my brothers is obviously very small. Um, very mom and pop type um launches and whatnot but you know we're trying to scale it we're trying to grow it so it's still you know important to me and it's still something that i work on so well he's being extremely humble right now so i'll brag for him um his business just what did you make a million dollars in sales i'm sorry yeah oh i just <laughs> own a bar i just have these coming no you're killing it i'm so proud of you like so it. Cool to see like where you are at and how much you're succeeding like you can tell you put your all into your work and like it's i'm i'm really proud of you i appreciate that for real thank you you're welcome okay are you ready we're about to get into it let's I do a collective have to breath yeah, let's do that let's do that for sure <laughs> okay all right here we go guys okay, let's do this i'm literally sweating at my armpit we're just not going to go into details but i'm sweating over here okay so we're going to get into it, guys. The moment you've all been waiting for, a an inside peek at our relationship and how we are who we are today. But obviously, we're on talking terms. We're doing this. So that's good. <laughs> um, but to paint the scene, um, let's go back and give them like a brief, not even brief. We're going to get into the details of how we met and then our journey. Um, but I think it'd be funny to both tell how we remember. So oh, you what are you funny? I got <laughs> Funny, that's the word to call it. How do you remember meeting our well, first interaction? I remember um, I was in line for food and you had walked up to me and you're like, yo, I really need your number because you're super That Okay, I was like, you wrong, bitch. This is not me. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay, so. Um, I was. I, <laughs> so I, I was like, is he for real right now? <laughs> I remember. Dang, this is a long time. Like, this I is know. bringing back a lot. This is bringing back a lot. Because I, I remember know. that, you know, they used to do the whole little, I think, was it a Facebook group or a page yep, or something? It was like, class, yeah, yeah, they add, like, all the new freshmen to it or, not, or incoming freshmen. For St. Cloud, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember being on there, and I was like, okay. I didn't need to, like, use it the same way that most students do, because I know that people, like, look for roommates and stuff there. But um, I already had the, my roommate assigned to me, so um to be honest i was just in there like okay let's what do people talk about what are people interested in um what you know good looking girls are gonna be in here so mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i'm scrolling through i see a pretty light-skinned girl so i'm like okay i'm gonna have to click and see what this one's about and um to be honest i can't remember if i added you that like right away or not um but i do remember um the is it called orientation or what it like when you go and i was gonna ask if you remember your, this detail okay yeah. yeah you have to like sign up for your classes or i don't even know what you do there is that what you do you sign it up was class? classes yeah. yeah it was like okay. introduction to st cloud and yeah so i know i went with my parents obviously and mm -hmm. i remember we were in like the main lobby or whatever like sitting down for that first announcement yeah and i remember looking and i was like yep that's definitely her because she looks <laughs> super familiar that's definitely the girl that I saw in the Facebook group. And I was like, damn, she's fine as hell. Um, oh, my God. And had I been there with just my dad, I probably would have came up and said something. You but think? Even with no, my mom no, there? No, oh, true, true. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, don't know I mean, there was definitely time. Okay. 
in a very non-creepy way, I saw you multiple times throughout the orientation. Like, there's, like, the little part that we walk through, and they have the tables and whatnot. And I definitely saw you, like, not by your mom at some point. Because um, I remember literally thinking about it, and I was like, no, my mom's here. I can't be doing that. Like, oh, my God. I'm not going to do that in front of my mom. Um, <laughs> I'm Indy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I saw you there. Um, and I was like, yeah, she's super attractive. Like, at some point, I'm going to have to talk to this girl. I don't know if it's going to be beforehand, if it's going to be during school, whatever. And then I found out you were a cheerleader. And then I was like, okay, so now our, our lives are definitely going to cross paths. And, you know, sure enough, they did. Um, and <laughs> I remember hanging out with you. Um, and I remember going over there not knowing what to expect. Because, I mean, what do you mean? I think... I'm, I'm, I'm about to break it down. So I'm I'm pretty sure that every freshman, um, and without stereotyping, I would be even more um, confident saying every freshman guy doesn't know what to expect from the opposite sex or, I mean, same sex, whoever you're interested in once you get to college. Everything is different than high school. And <laughs> I remember because you lived in what was it called Mitchell? Is that what it was called? Mitchell. Yeah. So you lived. Ooh, you, you lived in a dorm that was. It was a little bit of a trap over there. I mean, it was like five. It was like five or ten minutes to walk over there. Five. I'm just saying because athlete, because the minutes. other because the other dorms like you literally would just walk. It over. was closer. Yeah, you know I understand. I mean? so, so I remember I was walking over there and I was like, all right, you know, just follow her lead, see what she's interested <laughs> in, like don't talk about yourself don't like you know what i mean i just i didn't know literally i did not know what to expect and so we were hanging out and what i didn't want to happen was for you to be all looks and have like no personality and to like have nothing in common and or have to be awkward because like you're the first person i'm hanging yeah. out with you know first not person but girl that i'm hanging out with in college so it's like okay it's gonna kind of set the tone for how this is about to go yeah. Uh, but I mean, we hit it off. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot in common. Um, and then, to be honest, looking back, I can't remember if we decided that night or not that we were gonna hang out the next day. But I was like, we're gonna hang out again. Like I know Aww. that. For a fact. And <laughs> I mean, it was like it's half cute. If I'm being honest, it's like half cute, half kind of cocky because I was like, yeah, she's feeling me. Like I know, I know. Okay, like, you know? ew. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> but, but like I said, it's half cute because in the other half, I was like, okay, like, she's dope. I fuck with her. And honestly, like, things accelerated a lot faster than I had ever anticipated, um, especially from what I was expecting going into college. Um, and it just kind of, like, happened really fast. And then um, to not go – into too much like personal deals obviously you know like what took place like right away when I was in mm -hmm. I was that freshman and that I think everything that happened during that time um with you kind of made me um me feel a lot stronger about you but I guess it like showed me a side of a person that you probably don't normally see that quickly when talking to someone if that makes sense um mm -hmm. kind of, so basically what I'm saying is like you know compassion and um just selflessness and all that kind of stuff that you were you showed me that normally you probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to have that not taken place and so i think a lot of that um kind of like opened my eyes i was like oh wow like this this girl is dope um and so like i said things accelerated very quickly we'll pause there and i'll share <laughs> my side because uh mr pitchford here is leaving out some details <laughs> so we did <laughs> we did i'm out my mom's about to listen to this i'm out i'm this okay what do you think i'm lately. about to share on here this, first this of all just tread lightly. I already gave Mindy a shout out. Hi, Mindy. Um, so what I remember, yes, we met, like we, I do remember that 2014 Facebook page. You did add me. I don't know if you added me like on other social media after that. Cause there's this, I remember this post, like everyone was just dropping their Snapchat and like their Instagram, la di da. I know you added me as a friend on Facebook, but I got like guys and girls, this is not a, like I just got a lot of ads at that time. So oh, I really didn't like- Oh, crazy. Okay, you did too. So this is like, you did too. I'm sure, I'm certain of it. We're going to nah. come on here and lie now? Okay. Nah. 
Anyway, so I just mass added everyone. I didn't even look at them. Um, and then, cause I assumed it was all from that page. I was like, I'll get to them. Like if, if they're important, we'll talk. That's mm-hmm. what, you know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, um, I got you. I got you. And so then I get someone slid in the DMs with a what up? And I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. And what's even more funny is what he said is his explanation as to why he said it. Okay, you said, down. remember what you said? Calm down. <laughs> you, you thought you thought I was more black than I was, or something. It's like you were. You said you thought like you had to come well, be smooth. I thought you're. I thought you're gonna be at least as black as I am. <laughs> okay, yeah, and we quickly learned that was not the case. Okay, we were we grew up differently a little bit. So he he slid in that way. I I looked at his profile. I saw he was hot. Obviously, I saw he was a football player. I was like. I'm already falling in love painting the love story in my head. I was like, I'm going to be a cheerleader. He's going to be a football player. I see sparks already. Um, So we kind of talked there for a little bit. And then you somehow at some point got my snap. I don't know if it was from the post or like if we exchanged it there. Um, I begged you. I think so. If I remember correctly. Please. Okay. Anyways. So then um, we would randomly snap here and there, but it wasn't like anything serious. And then I, (laughs) um, I do remember orientation. I was going to, I was wondering if you remembered that because I definitely, I was there with my mom. Um, I remember some guy who was like a link crew leader or whatever they're called orientation leader came to our table, had just got done like awkwardly talking to us and then I remember I turned around and then it was you and your parents at the table like right kitty corner from us and I was like something about you like stood out and I didn't make the connection yet on who it was and so then fast forward a little bit more I feel like we're snapping maybe after that I don't know I don't remember the timeline with that but so cheer we had to come on campus like a week early and football had their little fall camp so i knew the football team was going to be there and i was like okay he's there oh, so we're running to each other scheming, huh? i was ske- oh i'm i was scheming i was already making plans in my head so i knew it was picture day for us so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna be in my uniform i'm sure they're gonna have practice i was like we're we're taking them at Hallen back so i know we're gonna cross paths and lo and behold we do do you remember this mm-hmm. you do remember okay and we were in the hallway and first of all y'all smell so bad every time we we're in that hallway like i want to throw up but we were walking in the hallway that's a collective to the field. thing but that's not me that's a collective okay thing. okay okay well your friends think <laughs> so we were <laughs> we were walking down that hallway to go onto the field and you guys were getting like released from practice or whatever and i see you in the distance like way down the hallway and i was like okay here we go here we go and that's when like malaya was my friend too she was on the team <laughs> so she knew <laughs> And I was like, but, but there's no way I'm going to look at you. There's no chance when we cross, I'm going to make eye contact with you. So I was just like, I made myself like, I was like laughing, acting like I was having the best time ever. I didn't even see you, notice you, but literally I couldn't even breathe. When we crossed paths, I was like, oh my God, there he is. And we didn't say anything. And then I think you, you texted me because I knew you would. I was like, okay, I think I planted the seed. And then you texted me. I'm like, did you, did I just see you at um, Hollenbach? And I was like, yeah, we just had pictures. Like, <laughs> so I knew you would do it. You fell for it. You fell in the trap. He's like, "Do you want to hang out with me and my friend?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> so then I was like, "Oh my god!" He asked me to hang out, and I was staying with my friend Jenny because <laughs> we were there early. I wasn't even moved into my dorm yet, and I was like, "Jenny, we have to go. Like, you have to go. He has a friend. Like, you don't have to do anything with him." I was like, "Just come with me." And then I was like, "We're just gonna watch a movie, blah blah blah." So we get to your dorm. You and I, we were um, watching a movie. I was really nervous. There's two things I remember about this night. One, you fell asleep 30 seconds into hanging out. Okay, time out, time out. No, pause right there. Pause right there. Pause right there. Pause right there. First of all, yeah, I do twitch when I'm sleeping. I can't help it. <laughs> but secondly, anyone who has played college football on this podcast and listened to your podcast knows that that fall camp is a beast. You can't, you can't help that. It didn't matter what we were doing, who was there, what was going on. I was about to fall asleep. 
I don't care. You, first of all, you invited me. That's what I remember. You invited me. You invited me. And then I get there and 30 seconds in, you fall asleep and you're twitching in your sleep. And I'm just like, I'm laying like a plank because I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. (laughs) And then the second thing I remember is I did not have socks on. And now knowing you, you don't like feet. (laughs) That that memory has scarred me. That's why I went to sleep. Oh my God. (laughs) You're dramatic. That is not why. But okay, so that's what I remember. And then, um, so then fast forward, uh, stuff in your life was going on and, um, we just weren't talking for a couple weeks. Um, but I remember I hit you up. I texted you out of the blue because I was like, okay, I haven't heard from him in a while. I remember I did not want to do that. I remember it was, I was so, I was scared to do it. I did not want to get rejected. And then you responded. You were very bland. I was like, he's not interested. (laughs) Like, didn't seem like he wanted to talk to me. And I was like, all righty that was embarrassing but then we agreed to hang out i just didn't know how it was gonna go and we just i remember staying up and talking the like entire night until like three in the morning about anything and everything and i remember just feeling so comfortable with you and like feeling really connected because we shared things that were really personal and i feel like we just learned a lot about each other really quickly on that night and i think that's really where i was like okay cool i can actually see this going somewhere um and that's that's how I remember. What made you interested in like continuing though? Immediately, like, like I said, you were, we just we hit it off. I don't know. We had a lot in common. I was obviously attracted to you. That's why I agreed to hang out. Um, <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest here, yeah, yeah. Somebody who I wasn't attracted to was like, "Hey, you should come hang out." I'm like, "No, I'm good." I'm busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, we hit it off. We had a lot in common. You're super funny. Um, Excuse. We're super sorry. Were, okay. were, were, were oh, on yeah, that yeah, particular yeah. day. Day, um, right, 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 right. No, I'm just gonna cut that part out and use that. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun. We had some deeper conversations than like we had multiple conversations. Some were deeper than others, um, mm-hmm. but they were all like easy to for for me, um, which is uh, you obviously know like not very normal because i don't really open up or i don't really talk much at all honestly um so the fact that like we were able to talk so much and i was able to like open up to a quote-unquote stranger was like kind of like oh well like this feels weird but it's like kind of nice um yeah so i was like okay like let me see like more about here let me see uh more of this and then just take it from there like i didn't necessarily leave like oh my god i found my wife or like yeah any or oh no she's friend zoned or whatever you know what I mean I was like okay I was intrigued and I just wanted to get to know you better Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like after that point I was like oh he's really cool but I feel like we were both in the same mindset like this was like September right Mm -hmm. very fresh into freshman year and I don't think either of us had any intention of getting into a relationship like that just we didn't (laughs) absolutely not not. like you just no no, you I never thought that that would be me um at least not that early we didn't i wouldn't say we take we took it slow like we hung out all the time but we didn't make it official until months after that the biggest thing um in terms of like i guess pushing me towards wanting to make it official or i guess like seeing you that way um kind of like what i touched on a little bit earlier is like seeing a side of you that um you don't normally see from someone that early um I'm just gonna be honest I was like you helped me so much get through college like had I not gotten through first semester I wouldn't have graduated um because uh, I've talked to my parents about it before but like when I went home I had very little plans on coming back um I was super defeated um and lost and depressed and um obviously you know sports played a role in that as well but like I don't know that sports alone would have brought me back um so you're a big part in that and um that's the first time you've told me that <laughs> yeah I, I I tried for a really long time to not really talk about um I guess how that affected me um in a bigger sense than just being sad over what happened um yeah. but looking back um I can kind of realize like the role it played in certain aspects of my life. Um, and like I said, you were a huge part in um, getting me through that first semester, which 
obviously allowed me to um, kind of, how do you want to say, like, not fit in, but like, I guess, find your, like, find your role in like what college means for you and just like buying into it. Cause I remember like sophomore year, I like love St. Cloud. I didn't have any issues. Like there's obviously, you know, little minor things that I complained to mm-hmm. you about, but um, as a whole, like I enjoyed my college experience. I liked, you know, I had good friends. We were together. Um, I was playing two sports that I loved and like outside of the few things that I complained about, like there really wasn't any uh, major issues and you allowed me to get to that point. Um, and then, you know, outside of that, just, just like the normal stuff that you find in a partner, um, support, support, um, you're funny. We, like you said, we hung hung out a lot. Um, a lot. I I remember sometimes I was like, bro, I might be tripping because like, I only get so much free time and I'm over there before practice, after practice in the morning. I I was like, but no, I I mean, I I don't regret it or anything, but, um, Mm -hmm. It was, you were, like, super easy to get along with, and um, I don't know, it just felt like, it just felt for me, like, I could just be myself, I could be comfortable, I didn't have to try to pretend that I was a certain type of person, or um, live up to any sort of, like, personality trait or expectation, like, I could just be myself, I just felt comfortable, Um, which wasn't necessarily the case, like, with everybody um, in college. And it's not anything that they were doing wrong. A lot of it was like just in my own head, but I felt like I had to be a certain person or like think a certain way or portray a certain um, persona, I guess. And when I was with you, I could just like, just be me, I don't know. Yeah, oh, that's good to hear, I'm glad. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Mine is kind of like, it's similar, but it's a little bit different. Like you actually, you play a huge role in um, helping me figure out who I was Uh, because before coming into college, like, you know, I come from, my mom is white, my dad is black, but he's Liberian. So like my exposure to the black community was, was Africans. It wasn't like I'm black American, black America and Africans are so different. So um, I was dealing with a lot of, I don't know if, I don't think imposter syndrome is the correct word, but I just never felt, like I was fully connected to my full self. Like I didn't, I only grew up around white people really. So I just really, my personality, my perceptions on a lot of things had been based around that. And I know one thing that I really, like I really appreciate about you and your family entirely, like you guys really helped me connect to another side of myself that I didn't really have people in my life that I could connect to in that way. Um, And I could have conversations with you about things that I, I've never been able to have conversations with friends or even family. I didn't, like, I didn't feel like I had a space to talk about things that actually affected, affect me every single day. Um, I remember me and you would have such deep conversations and we like both felt very passionately about things that were going on in this country and that still are going on in this country. And we would go to CAST together. And for those who didn't go to St. Cloud, it's Council of African-American Students. And that's nothing I would have ever done without you like I would have never done that ever I would have been so scared and I remember walking into that first meeting I was so afraid I was like oh my god people are gonna know right away I like wore my Tim's like how embarrassing (laughs) I remember do you remember Jan like being like the girl in the Tim's and I was like "Ah!" (laughs) that's like just a small example but that overall like you you played such a huge role in like helping me find myself um, and explore different things about me that I hadn't had the opportunity to do up until that point. Um, and I just knew you were someone that I could tell genuinely did care about me. And I love spending time with you. We spent a bunch of time together. We had a lot of fun. Uh, so I just, I, I'm someone who also falls in love very easily. So like I was head over heels. I didn't tell you, you said it first. I mean, I, I already know it was obvious. Is it the Garvey thing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on now. Like, I'm so when that happened, I was like, damn, okay, bet. Okay, just tell it. Oh my gosh. I can't remember exactly oh how it happened. Like, okay, I don't remember girls, how. First of all, you know how this goes. So we're not judging over here. We're just listening and relating. Go ahead. I can't remember how the conversation got brought up. I can't remember, like, necessarily 
the way it got communicated. But at some point, I told you that I prefer yoga pants over leggings. <laughs> and <laughs> you wouldn't change in the middle of the day when we were uh we were no. I, was like, she definitely, I was like no you i was like she definitely did not have those pants on before it and was in the middle it, was, of it. it made sense because i saw you at one point and it was like before dinner so like it makes sense no, to it change. made sense it made sense for you but most mm-hmm. people would have kept their clothes on for the rest of the day and then <laughs> no you don't know what i was doing before day. I could have okay. been working out or something. No, I knew because he was blowing up my phone. What you mean? Okay, you don't make this one second. <laughs> on this podcast right now. Um, yeah, so that did happen. Uh, he said he liked yoga pants, so of course I'm going to wear yoga pants. Are those even a thing back. anymore? I huh? feel like those aren't even, are those even like a thing anymore? I think I'm they're coming sure back. Oh, like for people our age and younger? Mm-hmm, yeah, like it's really? coming back, I think. We'll kind of fast forward through this. We like hung out all the time we went to garvey together um we they went to cast together we had no we didn't have class together at this point um but we just we grew together very quickly and it it did become very apparent that we were going to date but we just didn't know when in february uh, well it is well it was in february uh you asked me to be your girlfriend and then that was when it was official do you remember a moment where it like switched and you're like yeah okay i'm gonna finally ask her honestly it wasn't like a conscious like planned out thing um i had thought of you as that for a while to be honest but mm-hmm. i knew just like like the way our society works and just like how things are like you gotta you just gotta do it it's it's kind of dumb honestly in my opinion i un- i can understand why and i see the points as to like why it's important or why people think that you should or whatever but to label or to like have to like literally come out and be like Oh, will you be my girlfriend? Or you know what I mean? Like, or do you want to date? Or however people say that stuff, like, yeah. I just knew like that's like what it what it takes. So, but like mm-hmm. I said, I had like already thought about you as that for a while, and then yeah. it was just more so like, okay, like how do I how can I do this so it's like fluid? I guess if that makes sense. So it's not like in an awkward position. It's not just like yeah. we're chilling. I look over at my a. <laughs> my girl <laughs> like you know what i mean so it's just like <laughs> yeah. i don't know it was honestly it's something that like i don't know if other dudes feel the same way when you've like been talking to someone and um you kind of like already have that thought process you're assuming that they think the same way everyone else around you can kind of like see what's going on and already think of you guys as an item together but you know that you haven't like officially asked and so you're kind of like figuring out like okay how do i like how do i even do this you know what i mean um especially because I consider that like my real, my first like real relationship. Like I was mm-hmm. in like little things in high school or whatever, but like it's high school. So it's like, it was kind of nerve wracking because I like have seen where we were coming from um, or experiencing whatever you want to say. And so it like felt very real. And like, I knew that it was something that you have to like take seriously or like do it the right way or however you want to word it. So I didn't have any experience from it because, like I said, high school was like nothing like this. And so I was just yeah. like, yeah, well, I guess you got to ask. Like, it's time to nut up and just do it. So <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. I agree. That was like both of our first real, real relationship. Like high school ones are important and it like helps frame your mindset around relationships. But it's high school and like those are inevitably going to end. There's very few people who still are dating their person from high school, which kudos to them. But it's just yeah, big that. Show. Yeah, but, like, for for us, that was, like, the first real, real, real relationship. Like, you have no parents. You're independent. You're figuring yourself out. You're doing a lot of self-exploration at that time. And I felt like uh, that's why this relationship is so important to me um, and has played such a huge role is because of the timing of it, too. Obviously, you, but the timing of it. Like, it just all came together, and it just had a huge impact on my life. Fast forward, we started dating. It was official. Uh, then we moved into our, se- our sophomore year at St. Cloud. And this is where things, <laughs> we started to get tested. Every relationship goes through their own shit. Like that is inevitable. It's going to look different for everyone. But we were young. <laughs> we were young and we just didn't even know who we were. So trying to figure out a relationship and share a life with somebody else was super difficult. Like it was just hard. And we didn't have yeah. the tools to do it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. At what point do you think it started to turn or like at what 
what were some things that impacted our relationship in a not so great way? <laughs> um, so I think it's kind of, um, it's a very complex topic, I guess, because obviously some tests are harder than others. Some are a bigger deal than others. Some get brought to light, some don't. I'm sure you had times where like something might have been a little bit more serious to you on the inside that you don't think is quote unquote worth it to bring up or to fight about or whatever and then obviously that's the same for me um so it's kind of interesting i think that we had a few a few different tests that kind of all play into um what i think you're asking um yeah and so like some of those tests in my opinion would be like you know that first summer after freshman year um Mm -hmm. going back like and when i say these things like none of them like at the time felt like oh it's like do or die or like are we gonna break up or but like right. all of that just like kind of gets like carried over mm-hmm. especially if it's not like fully addressed or fully like talked about or like both parties don't feel um either healed or okay or whatever about certain situations so like i know one thing that i, I think the first test in my opinion would have been um that summer because it was just kind of like abruptly like put on not put on pause because the relationship kept going but like we went from literally because especially in track I had so much more free time than football so we were seeing each other literally all the time and then um I think that would have been like in May you know I went back to Wisconsin and it was just like okay like who knows when I'm gonna see you next um and that that was really tough I think that maybe you would agree I would say uh, another test um, that we kind of went through freshman year, but I think what got us through freshman year is that being so new and um, having so many emotions and like wanting to learn so much about another person and not wanting to necessarily ruffle feathers or like offend a lifestyle choice of someone else, you don't really bring the things up as you're learning someone as opposed to like when you're comfortable with them. So mm-hmm. I think that next test would have been sophomore year during football season. You know, I, I didn't drink at all. I didn't party. I didn't like to party. I w- didn't even like to really be social like that. And obviously, you're the complete opposite. So, like, when I say these things, I'm not judging. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying, like, oh, you put us through the test. But, you know, going out right. and and being social and just living a college lifestyle that was the complete opposite of mine. Neither one are right. Neither one are wrong. But it's just a test. Different. Yeah. Um, and so I would say that was the next big test. The third test. I would say would have been the whole decision process um, when I found out that the track team was cut and I had to decide whether or not I was going to stay or transfer. It was at least a test for me. I think I might have carried that more than needed, but I had so much anxiety about whether or not I felt like I could transfer, if that makes sense, because I didn't want you to take that as like, okay, he doesn't care about us or he doesn't care about me or he's just going to go do whatever and then we're going to break up. I wanted to be able to decide, okay, I'm either going to stay because I really want to stay and I think that's what's best or be able to decide I want to transfer because I think that's what's best and we're going to be okay kind of a thing. Um, So having to make that decision was a test for me and then obviously the decision for me to transfer was a test in itself. And then, yeah, obviously the long distance would have been the the next and final test, I would say. I agree. Um, yeah, to break it down, like the things I kind of noted were just our communication. The way we communicate was different. And again, like you said, neither wrong, neither right. It's just different. And we were trying to figure out how we can communicate where we're both understanding each other and, and being understood. Um, and that was really difficult. Um, one, because I'm an overshare, I talk a lot you don't want to talk <laughs> like you don't want to talk you didn't want to talk about your feelings and i wanted to know every single thought in your head like i wanted to know why you thought that thought um when you're thinking that thought what triggered you like everything i wanted to know all about it and you just didn't want to talk about it if you weren't ready to talk about it and that was so hard for me to understand like it was me being immature though in that way because like we can say you not wanting to talk had a factor, but it was really me trying to push you to talk too. And I'm really sorry. I don't know if I've ever acknowledged that or apologized for my role in that because that is a huge role. It is 50-50 and I'm learning that like you have to give people 
their space. You get, like people communicate differently. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand that until honestly, like this last year, I did not fully understand. I understood that it was hard for you to say what you were thinking. I was just like, well, why it's me. Like you can tell me anything. Like that's what my mindset was. And I was like, yeah. well, if I just push him hard enough, he's going to open up and tell me. And like, well, did you know, I'm the most stubborn person on the planet. You were so stubborn. You were so stubborn. And I'm just like, come on, like, please, you have to meet me halfway. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that shit. <laughs> there was so many nights we would just stay up silent. Like, <laughs> just stay up silent. I was like, and I can't sleep because I'm someone who has to, like, who wants to resolve something immediately because I get very anxious if there's tension or like unsaid things like I don't do well with that and I'm learning to work on that and work through that. I know that is that's a me thing but then you you're more okay with not talking about it and I don't know how that's possible <laughs> I don't know how you can do that so I think that played a huge role in like the issues that we would have because like I said earlier every relationship gets tested and goes through similar things that we went through like it was nothing was unique to us but we just didn't know how to handle it because it felt like a lot of the times and let me know if you don't agree but I'm going to talk for me I was trying to push my perspective and trying to get you to see my perspective so hard that I lost focus of what the issue even was and I feel like we were just fighting almost each other instead of fighting the problem together and I if we would have just had those tools I think we could have got like solved a lot of issues early on um but we didn't have those tools we didn't know how to set boundaries we didn't know that like we just didn't know we were young yeah that's literally the best way to describe it honestly number one thing you have to be able to communicate in a relationship you have to have trust and i think if you have those two things you can get through anything and we were just we were trying to figure out the communication thing like it just it was tough um and then that definitely did not help because like you mentioned i'm super social like i love to go out i thought like living the college life i thought that i was doing what i was i should be doing but then i also i felt very conflicted and i don't know if you fully understand how much i felt conflicted in these moments because i loved you so much i wanted to spend all my time with you but i also knew i'm in college and i wanted to go out and have fun with my friends too like i really wanted to have the best of both worlds and i think i could have or, and I and I tried my best to, but I didn't also know how much it was hurting you. And I didn't understand why it was hurting you. Um, I, I didn't understand because I was like, I'm, I would never go out and cheat on you. I would never do this. In my head, I'm thinking all this stuff. But like, I didn't, I didn't see your perspective at all. Like I didn't, like I thought I did. But now looking back at it and being removed from the situation, I could have went about it differently because I still think like I would do it again. I would still go out. I would still do the experience that I wanted. But I think I still could have communicated better with you and made you feel more comfortable and like eased some of the issues that were on your end. And I don't think I ever did that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to like, it's easy to say that, but you know what I've learned also a lot, like there's just certain, there's just certain things that you have to respect and there's a certain benefit of the doubt you have to give. And I think, so you talked about communication and trust and I would agree a hundred percent respect is another one. Um, mm -hmm. And I think trust and respect go hand in hand. And if you have those things, it makes things a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, being a young guy, I would assume that other guys um, deal with the same thing. And our society makes it so much worse. So if you're somebody who is already a, a jealous person or an overprotective person or whatever it may be. And then you throw in like anxiety and stuff. It makes it really hard. Um, especially when you have um, society teammates, people around you who kind of, and they, they don't even have to ever communicate this to you. They don't have to ever show you nonverbals or whatever. It's literally thoughts that you can plant in your own head where it's like, mm -hmm. or it's like the way that we live our lives in the society to where guys are always like, bro, that could never be my girl or your girl's doing this or your girl's doing that. And like you almost like brainwash yourself into expecting certain things or wanting certain things. And so things that are literally like as an adult, you look back very, very minute. Um, or literally not an issue at all um at that time being a young person who is 
feeling a certain way and then you add that into there on top of the fact that um you know you're in a new relationship it's not something mm -hmm. that has a necessarily a strong foundation or a long-lasting foundation it makes it really hard and so there's times where you're or me are completely in the wrong and you can't see that until way way after the fact um so it's definitely like it's definitely something to where i'm sure lots of people go through it um and my my best of wishes to those couples because i know that shit is not easy yeah but like it's just it's just something that you have to and it's way easier said than done because i've been told it by my parents i've been told it by people who i've vented about i'm sure um you vented to people as well but just like you have to see the other side you don't have to always agree with it but like if you can't even like try and take the point of view or even from third party would help so much like how would you feel about this if you weren't yourself like if you didn't have the emotions that you have and all the facts and details are the exact same what would be your reaction how would you feel how would you communicate things like all that kind of stuff because like when you look back and you're just like damn i was tripping or like i could have did this better or you know what i mean like it's just like it's just so easy to get stuck in your own ways you know and then yeah. wanting to just like desperately either find someone who thinks the exact same way you do or um change someone who doesn't think like you and try to get them to think like you because i mean we all do that shit like nobody wants to no one's like super eager to flip the way they feel something the way they feel about something i just think it's important to like i guess just know that no matter what the person on the other side has their perspective for a reason they're not just like hopefully if they're a decent person they're not just like right. willingly like going against the grain you know what i mean yeah and so again it's easier said than done but you just have to like realize like okay first of all does this person actually care about me does this person love me and if they do now let's figure it out now let's look at it from this lens as opposed to just like no fuck this fuck that this is how i feel you know what i mean like mm -hmm. but it's easy to get caught up in that especially when you're young oh my gosh yeah and it it just prevented us from like being able to communicate our actual feelings because like now being removed like what for you was the issue i mean it's a it's honestly like a combination of things realistically the first one being lack of trust it's just now that i know like the anxiety that I suffer from and like like just like my mental health state not necessarily understanding that as a young age and not knowing how to like um operate I guess but at the time when you're worried about that like <laughs> you literally sit up and you're just stuck in your own thoughts and you create um you create things that don't happen and just like any like you're like looking like this this has got this this has to be happening or this or that and like you drive yourself literally crazy like you mm -hmm. literally drive yourself crazy and it fucking sucks um and so it becomes like a like a snowball effect to where okay that happened last time you knew that happened last time and you can't stop it from happening again and it just keeps happening and the more it happens the worse it gets and the harder it gets to communicate about it and then obviously uh, from your perspective the harder it gets for you because you don't want to keep going through that shit every single time you're going you're just trying to have fun you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so i would say that was like the major part of it and then there's just like the little stuff like well i would love to be hanging out with you right now but you're mm -hmm. doing something that i don't enjoy doing and so yeah that's that's a that's an element of it and then it's funny to say this now but back then i was just like super against drinking i was super against partying like and for me like it was 99.999 percent athletic based um mm -hmm. but there was still like a part of me that was like why why y'all doing that like what what fun do you see in that shit like that that's dead you know what i mean but i get it and so i get i would say those are like the three major things with the first one being like the spearhead of it now knowing you and your journey with your mental health and like my mental health i i understand it more i just wish i knew what i know now i wish i knew that back then because i would have handled things so differently I would have 
communicated things differently, but I mean, we can't go back. That was important to our journey. The other thing that I think um, I noticed, like, like that I noted had been a problem or like a theme of problem was social media. Like, and that's everyone's relationship. Like it's not, that was definitely not just ours, but like, I just remember like we would have the dumbest fights over social media. Like, why are you following that person? Or why are you liking that picture? You know, like we, we would get mad at each other. It was so toxic, but like looking back, it was insecurity. I was so insecure, of course. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we we had all our issues that had led up to that. And then we would just use social media to like pick a fight. It was so, it was so childish. It was so dumb. It was so immature, but like. I still remember most of them. You do? (laughs) Yeah. Like that's like, that's how ridiculous they were to me. They'll be like, damn, we really fought about that. We really would fight. And it was like a thing that would like last for days. And then there might be like a day or two where it like feels normal again. It's like, nope, fuck that. We got to fight again. And it's like, I was like, oh my god, like, this shit is so... draining. It's because it, we, d- but the reason why is because we would never fully deal with situations. We wouldn't. We, we didn't know how to. Shit we under just, the rug. Exactly. We just kept pointing. We kept pushing our point of view. Nobody wanted to cave, and like, it just it would be like, okay, fine. Like, I'm sick of saying the same three things. Like, there's nothing else to say about this anymore. We're not breaking up. You're stuck here. So, like, let's just move on. <laughs> That's what, like, it, w- it went on for three years like that. Um, okay, time then... out. It wasn't the full three, goddamn. Come okay, on now. There was, there was way more good than bad. Let's just make that clear. But that was, like, th- that was a huge theme throughout our relationship. We just wouldn't be able to come to to a consensus on yeah. like what we're doing about a situ- a problem. Yeah. Um, especially, remember- I mean, especially when like, once I transferred, then it just like all got amplified. Yeah. It just got, Could- I, to me, like I would say, I don't want to say we had two relationships, but like it was very, very different from when I transferred to before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any, I feel like anybody who goes through a transition from being in person and with each other every single day. Um, and yeah. But whole- I meant like, I, yeah, I agree with that, but I'm saying, oh, like, just in general, in terms of, like, and, like, oh. no, just, like, in terms of, like, healthiness. Like, there's, like, obviously the relationships, the dynamic's gonna be different, but, like, the healthiness of our relationship changed drastically when I transferred. Because I would say, like, when I was in St. Cloud, we still had our issues, and we still, like, went through stuff, but I don't think it was anything, like, too awful, at least in my, in my perspective, something, like, that we couldn't have handled or would have led us to the decision and obviously you know anything could have happened if I stayed obviously but mm-hmm. just based off the theme that was where we were going I think that's like when I transferred it was like okay this shit is hard hard now because you know we yeah. we can't yeah. we're, we're trying to make up over the phone you know what I mean like oh that I think anyone who's ever been in a long distance relationship knows that shit is like not easy to make up over the phone and then also not know when you're going to see each other next Oh my god, I'm getting a little triggered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a fun time in life. <laughs> okay, so this is now what I would consider definitely, like you already mentioned, is the final test, the final test of our relationship. And um, this was this was super hard. All right, y'all, it is that dreaded time. It is time that we part ways, and you wait a whole week to hear another episode. <laughs> You don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the H-E double hockey sticks out of here. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, y'all. I really appreciate you. Please make sure you are either liking, subscribing, sharing if you a real one, this podcast so we can continue to grow. And if you're not already and you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Liana Hauser. And if you don't know how to spell it, it is L-E-A. U-N-A-H-A-U-S-E-R. All righty, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Sunday for another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Bye!